I mean, we're definitely not sevens. <laughs> we're solid sixes. <laughs> For those of you that are longtime listeners, welcome back. For those of you that are now only here for Natalie because she's now TikTok famous, <laughs> howdy, I'm Caitlin. Uh, the TikTok fame is, uh, it, it's slow approaching. I'm deciding, you know, whether I should be admitted to Hype House or Sway right, House. Right. Um, so we'll decide, but no, I'm kidding. I recently started a TikTok. Thank you to all the new followers on this account. I hope you enjoy this podcast. What we do is talk about living in your early 20s in a city, how, you know, living at home is sort of a total vibe kill. Hinge, cringe, getting tricked by guys, girls, and the lot. And what we'll be continuing today is a little segment we started last week called Unsolicited Advice, where we answer your guys' questions. That you didn't really want us to ask, but we're going to force our poor advice upon you. Exactly. And then you'll hopefully bring it into your lives. 100%. Caitlin and I are now sitting in our living room of our apartment, and we're realizing outside it's it's kind of dark. It's it's pitch black and it's 4 p.m. And I, I was laughing because I saw this TikTok that inspired me to think of this. Why do humans every single year react to things as if it's so new? It's so foreign. Every mom and dad like going to the window, I can't. It's only five and it's pitch black outside. We're so shocked. It every, year every, every year we do this. Every year. Every year we do this. And actually, unfortunately for us, we do it every day too. I also hate daylight savings just like for a quick sec. What are you saying? It's actually the days are shorter. I don't understand what it means. We're in daylight savings now. The days are not saved. I don't understand it. No, I hate it. No, please rant about daylight savings. I, I think it. the listeners are curious I about hate your it. opinion on it. Okay, we'll move on. This week we don't have much of an update, but... Caitlin did develop a term that we just need to sort of disperse to you guys. So I, I coined this term a couple weeks back when one of my friends got ghosted, which is a familiar term to most, but she got ghosted to an extent that I kind of had to make up a new level for it. And basically what, what happened to her was she got Phantom of the opera Oh, you hate to see it. <laughs> the absolute Phantom of the opera which it, it hurts. It's, it, happened to, it's happened to us all. It of, does. You are ghosted so, so hard, hard. It's it's unrecoverable. That it's almost like they killed you and got rid of your body. That's exactly. how much you are no longer in their life. You lose your entire sense of self and purpose <laughs> via this ghosting that occurred. Yep. <laughs> okay. Also this week, we've gotten a little more traction on our Instagram, grew our following a bit. Uh, I don't mean to take all the credit, but I'll take all the credit. Sure. But Regardless, what comes with this sort of false sense of fame is are, are these are these fake promoters on Instagram. And this is completely unrelatable to anyone not starting a podcast, but there are these, in my opinion, bots. I don't think they're re- real people who will DM Caitlin and I on the Two Solid Sixes Instagram and say, we're, we're starting a podcast network. We'd like you to join. I'm like, you have two followers. Like, this is entirely false. <laughs> They're like, send your credit card information to this account. I'm like, wait, what? Completely. You also said that message in a pretty, in a way that didn't seem that bad. What the messages actually say are literally, <laughs> I, Raj, you pay me 42, I make you happy. Yeah, and then we'll, we won't respond. They'll be like, when payment coming? Yeah. We're like, oh, wait, <laughs> what? 
we obviously reply to entertain it. Um, we're bored. We're bored. But when we stop replying, eventually, obviously, because it's all a big trick, and they just consistently send aggressive question marks, like as if that's any way to sell. To, it's like, yeah. So we're we're debating which sort of bot podcast <laughs> network to join. Right. Kind of waiting for the big dogs to come in on us. But yeah, I don't you got to start small, really. You got to start somewhere. So something that I really wanted to bring to the pod and kind of start a discussion about was a question that I was asked actually on a date that I went on this week. And he asked me, it was a great question. It really got me thinking. He said, I'm going to list off three adjectives and you have to pick two of them for your significant other to describe you as. And the three adjectives are smart, funny, and sexy. Which I thought this was a great question. I totally. I said marry this guy, first of all. Like, very intuitive, very deep, but also, like, so thought-provoking on our end. We're like, we have to talk about that on the pod. Exactly. And so what I had originally said, I I said smart and funny. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he fired back and was like, what? Oh, you don't want to be sexy? Like, oh, you want your significant other to think you're ugly? Like, (laughs) no. That's not what I said. But I figured that it was, if someone is my significant other already, that they already think I'm sexy, naturally. Of course. Because, you know, whatever. Well, if you assume you make an ass out of you and me, that's fair. So that's fair. Don't assume anyone thinks you're sexy. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so fair. And I'm like, okay, because I said to the guy, okay, well, he, my significant other already thinks I'm hot. He goes, no, sexy's different than hot. Interesting. I said sexy and smart. Which, what did he say was the definition of sexy from from your date's opinion? I think by that he meant like hot is you you look at someone at a first glance, they're hot. You can tell whatever a model is hot. But sexy is something that you actually still have to get to know them, which is why I think he grouped it with smart and funny. Interesting. Okay. So rethinking on this, I changed my answer to funny and sexy. Why, why, yeah. are you, why would you pick smart and sexy? I think I just pride myself on my intelligence, whatever is left of it. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, and I would want it, I want my significant other to think I'm sexy, at least until I have four kids and lose all sex yeah. appeal, you know. But, but don't you think our whole brand is like that we we at least think we're funny and we have a comedy yeah. podcast? What if your significant other is going to describe you in two words and he's not going to say funny? I feel like every guy I've ever talked to you know, doesn't listen to the podcast and isn't like really dialed into my sort of like corporate Natalie bit or the TikTok. Yeah. Like it, that's sort of a different world for me <laughs> that I sort of compartmentalize and then bury deep within. No, but, we're, but like in a day-to-day life, like we joke around, we josh. Of course, of course. But like I, I said this to Caitlin earlier, it's more important for me to think my significant other is funny than yeah. for him to think I'm funny. Which, being funnier than us, hard to do. But if if you're somewhere out there, I mean... Also, I won't even dive into the whole why don't funny people date funny people bit. We'll save that for another time. Oh my god, that's so real. Keeps me up at night. We're going to bring it back to last week's segment of unsolicited advice. Advice! Oh, the jingle's here. I was going to say jingle's still work in progress, but I guess it's here. Well, unfortunately, I actually didn't clue you in on that, and that was just kind of a creative decision I made on my own. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. So we got asked, actually, a bunch of questions. We posted this very (laughs) recently, as in an hour ago, and we we received a bunch of questions. So let's Let's go through them. So we got a great question, and it was referring to our last podcast in which we were talking about the guy on Hinge that was too furta. It was something about, you know, when I'm with the boys, I'm a comedian. And obviously, we went off roasting him. So this guy follows up and asks us this question. What is an appropriate amount of furtiveness? <laughs> Love that word. How does this change once you're in a relationship? Interesting. That is such a good question. And I think that I personally know that my type is not a simp. Mm. And I think that a guy who is at least sometimes furtive 
and has yeah. a good group of guy friends, that's a good sign. It's a red flag if a guy has no friends. Huge red flag. <laughs> like been there, done that. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> you know, if they don't have other priorities besides you, it's incredibly weird. Totally. Sort of like I want to, I want to be your first priority, but I also don't want to know that I'm your first priority. Totally. But but it is true that there is a fine line. You know, when you're in a long term, like three four year relationship, and then also wanting to spend time with the lads. Oh, the lads, of course. <laughs> yeah, I think even when you're married, you should still make time 100%. for your friends and just like no one can be your sole source of happiness and entertainment. And no. Just, that's, and I, yeah, I and, think, and I'm so Frida. Like I picture myself when I'm when I'm married to my husband. Caitlin's also in the house, so I'm living in the side garage off the yeah, house in the guest house. We're uh, still roommates, but I also have a husband. You know, right, it's like exactly. Yeah. It's sort of like a compound type exactly. situation. But I really think in a relationship, you need that balance. Have guy friends, have girlfriends. Maybe dedicate like one day a week that you know you're for sure gonna spend with your girlfriend, and then one that with your friends, so that like. She's not freaked out once you're spring on her like, oh, I'm actually seeing the guys tonight. Like, Also, if you're that girl that is actually doesn't allow your boyfriend to hang out with his friends. Check yourself. Don't listen to this podcast. No. I mean, come on. (laughs) No. Um, Another question we got was, what are our thoughts on having duplicate pictures on our on Hinge and Instagram? Is that cringe? I don't think so because obviously you're putting your best self on Instagram, like the pictures you think you look the best. Let's also say who this came from. This came from a guy, which specifically I think if guys have just an absolute arsenal of solo pics, (laughs) that's kind of a red flag. So I would hope there's some overlap. Right. For girls, I like a little diversity. I think I like as if I'm searching for (laughs) girls on Hinge. No, but like I think for girls, it's better to diversify, show something that's not on your Instagram. Would you agree? I mean, of course you want to put the best photos of you on a, on a dating app in which you're trying to make people, trick people into liking you and fall in love with you. Of course. But, um, of course. We got one question, advice for being a good wing woman. I'm going to go with you're having difficulty being selfless, which <laughs> as, as the main character of my entire life, I struggle with too. But Caitlin and I have found a good algorithm for success in this, and it's being a good wing woman on a night when you're thinking, I'm not even going out tonight. I don't even want to do this. And you just do it because you're Furda and you love your friend. Yeah. Those are actually the nights that turn out the most positive for you. Because sometimes when you turn off all inhibitions and you're not, you're like not looking for love. You're like, no one's going to even look at me. I'm just here to sort of be the foil character. You actually kind of get the spotlight on you. It presents itself to you when you least expected it. It does. So just try it. Try being a wing woman. Maybe don't drink as much. Maybe drink more than you normally would. Right, right. I don't know. Try it out. Try something new. Okay, next question. What do you do when you ghost someone from Hinge and they walk into the party you're at? Okay. That's actually really funny because that happened to me. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, do you remember that? yes. This happened to me one time. I totally, I don't know if I had fully ghosted him yet. Like, that was it wasn't so... a, fa- I had not Phantom of the Opera yet. No. But I truly am just in this kind of random apartment, one of those nights where you don't know how you ended up there. And San Francisco apartments are so tiny. So just, yeah. of course, in any big city, but it's like, we're crammed. Like, there's so no avoiding. And I see kind of a familiar face walk through the door. And because I'm me and because I'm off putting, I, I yell out to him, hey, you, we matched on Hinge. <laughs> he saw a ghost. Speaking yes. of Phantom of the Opera, he, he saw, saw a he Phantom saw and it was me. And obviously, whatever, th- that moment passed. And then we ended up being in the same tiny ass apartment together and had conversation, what have you. Th- this isn't answering your question. I, I ended gonna- up hating him and I ghosted him after that. But 
what you should do when someone you've ghosted from Hinge walks into the party. My advice actually is regardless, break the ice and talk to them totally. in person because it's only going to be way more awkward and you look immature if you're sitting there just ignoring them or like pretending they aren't there. Like she's like, oh my God, hi. You don't owe anyone on Hinge. No. Like if you haven't transitioned to like texting and it's still like on the Hinge app, which I don't know the circumstance of this, you don't owe them anything. You could have easily deleted the app, found another boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. You yeah. know, it's like you don't, there's nothing you owe that person besides like saying hi. Right. So this is a great one. And I think Caitlin and I will have the same answer <laughs> on it. How do you get over the ick? And just for those listeners out there who maybe don't know what the ick is, it's that feeling of sort of worms growing in your stomach that you get after hooking up with someone that you're like, ooh, I don't know if I'll ever recover from this. I'm looking at you in a very different light. And it's a negative light. So how do you get over that? I would say you can't. (laughs) You're doomed and they're doomed. And you'll never touch them again. If you're grossed out by someone in a genuine way, as it's someone in your young 20s, and you don't want them to touch you... I think it's doomed. I think think it's it's doomed. doomed. Sure. Maybe there's, you know, married couples out there who have the ick for each other because they're absolutely sick of each other. Oh, God. That's fine. When you're young and fun and hooking up is fun and whatever and you get the ick, get over it. Get over it. Phantom. (laughs) I know we talk a lot about ghosting on this podcast, but someone asked, if they only text on Snapchat, do you ghost? Sis, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. If he's only talking to you on Snap and he has your number... Why the hell is he only talking to you on Snap? If you're in your early mid-20s and we're still doing this whole Snap DM thing, like, don't you think that was like a high school thing? Totally. Also, my guess, he's being sneaky and he doesn't want someone else to see that he's talking to you. 100%. And the Snap messages go away and you never have evidence. And that's why. I so, hate that. sorry, sister. Absolutely ghost. Okay, we got another one very specific here. Um, <laughs> if a flirty coworker is around 28 and has a GF, is it a lost cause or is there still potential? <laughs> it's a lost cause. He has a girlfriend. I mean, that would be, you know, the advice <laughs> from someone with a heart. But for me, as this sort of maniacal, twisted person I am, it's not over till there's a ring on the finger. That's so true, too. That's if they're giving true. out signs that's like, if it is truly a flirty coworker, you never know. Maybe there's a reason he hasn't put a ring on it. He's probably thinking about you. I mean, sure. Also, the fact that you specify the age, kind of hilarious, like has nothing to do with it. But it so does. <laughs> if you're 28, you're way more ready to get married than That's if you're true. 23. That's true. Also, like, what is what is flirty? You guys are you guys are on Microsoft Teams. Like, you know, what's yeah, the he, level? He like winks at you at like, the end of a Zoom has call. He, right. Like, <laughs> has he reached out to you on the weekends? You know, you got to think about these things. Maybe he's just trying to pass the time during the work day as we all do. But I mean, at the end of the day, there's nothing you're going to do. It's between them. If he really is in love with you secretly, he'll dump the bitch. It's so true. That brings up another point of like, let's talk about how to have a good ability to read if a guy is into you or flirting with you. Totally. I've had some friends very recently, and maybe it's just sort of this this quarantine, indoor dining has closed in San Francisco. Maybe we're starting to get desperate here, but girls who are like, well, I think he might still like me. Oh God. And I'm like, but, but he ghosted you and he said he wants nothing to do with you. And they're like, <laughs> okay, but then he texted me a meme. I'm right. like, Well, that doesn't mean, you know, this could be an episode in itself. Maybe we don't dive in, but just like, how do you read that situation? Well, he made out with my friend in front of me at a bar, but that was, but that was just because he was trying to get to me and make me jealous. Exactly. It's, it's like exhausting. And and have I been there before in the past? Maybe, but like (laughs) hearing it from as a third party viewer, onlooker looking in it, it hurts. Take everything a guy says at face value. 
if he says I'm not into you and I don't want it in a serious relationship, don't pretend in your mind that he does and he's just afraid of commitment. That's so true. If a guy says he doesn't want a serious relationship, he he just he doesn't, doesn't like you. He doesn't like you. Someone asked thoughts on recycling. And I love this question because or that's not even a question, but I, I love this comment because recycling is, is great for the planet. I love it. Yeah, and it's also course. great for, you know, when you're bored and you just don't want to keep adding new things, new trash. Recycling <laughs> is good all around. So when I initially read this question, I legitimately thought it was the counterpart to composting. But what it actually <laughs> means is recycling people on your previous roster. And to me, why add another body? I totally agree. Totally. Okay, I think our last question here for unsolicited advice is a guy who is way too active on instagram a deal breaker or a red flag i don't think it's a deal breaker but what does too active on instagram mean is he a influencer (laughs) i so yeah i kind of hate guys that have an elated sense of self-worth yeah if you're posting so much on your Instagram, it's kind of like no one cares about anything you post ever on anything yeah I almost kind of think it's really hot when, like, I go to a guy's Instagram page and he hasn't posted since 2019. I completely agree. <laughs> and now we're going to do a segment of Hinge Cringe. cringe. Wah, wah. <laughs> we are going to keep Hinge Cringe short and sweet this week just to one specific Hinge Cringe that our friend experienced. And to tee this up, I have a friend in New York who actually faced this a similar scenario, so perhaps this is a thing across the country, but let's just dive in. Yeah, so this is one of the cringiest Hinge profiles I've seen <laughs> on account of, well, just listen. You go to the profile and it's a guy. The first, picture, the first picture is a guy. The name is a guy's name. The name is a guy's name. But then you scroll down and the second photo is a woman. And you're, okay, well, <laughs> I'm confused here. Let's, let's keep scrolling. The first prompt is this. Let's make sure we're on the same page about... My wife and I are super chill and fun. We're looking for a girl to have fun with for the first time. Going on vacation to SF this December. Oh, oh my goodness! How'd you find me? Get off my hinge. I want nothing to do with you and your wife. So did they purposely kind of pick SF as their vacation spot because they know it's a little bit freaky yeah. and they can find someone to do this with them? 100%. Let's get on the same page about we're doing some deviant stuff in SF <laughs> if, you, if you want a one-way ticket to kind of a place you might never have been before. Also, I just love... <laughs> I just love how they, the only thing to describe them is that they're super chill and fun. Yeah. Like, as if anyone would feel, would any young girl feel safe replying yes No, 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 but but they're they're chill and fun. Right, okay, true. I trust them. That's true. I trust them. That's true. All right. This week's I Got Tricked is more of a, it's not a specific story, which that's what our segment usually is, but just a general I Got Tricked. I'm sure this has happened to many of you if you've gone on a singular date, because this has happened to both of us. And it's this. (laughs) You're chatting with a guy. Over text, DM, what have you. His personality is great. It's going so well. The energy is great. The vibes are matched. He's he, funny. He's charismatic. He's making you laugh over text. You're like, wow, is, is Prince Charming real? Is this real? the one? Is this, is the, this one? the one? Then you meet up in person and this could be obviously a stranger that you've, you know, just matched with on Hinge or, or what have you. Or this could even be, you know, maybe someone from your past, someone you haven't connected with in a while. You kind of forget what they actually are like. Totally. And, and you show up to this date. And the, the looks are totally on oh, par. Oh, they're there. Looks exactly the same as the pictures, entirely just exactly what you were expecting in that regard. But as the minutes pass on in this date, you're like, where's the guy that I was chatting with? <laughs> and it's what we've coined 
personality catfish. It's almost a worse crime, it I is. would say, than than a photo catfish because the person that you thought they were is entirely <laughs> gone. And you always have to take photos with a grain of salt, right? Of course. But when you're actually chatting with someone, I'm like, who was I chatting with then? Was your friend sending your messages? Like you are in an entirely different being I, than the man like, that I was chatting yeah, with. I was like, make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Prove. Do it. I don't know this guy anymore. Oh, it's such a bummer. It's worse. To swiftly transition to our 17th segment. (laughs) um, (laughs) Here we have How How About Not Did It Do. How About Not for the new listeners is something that we just want to stop. It's like something people do, an activity, a personality trait that, how about not, you know? It's essentially a setup for us to, to roast. And this week's is about those people on Instagram, perhaps TikTok, any whatever social media you use. But slide into your DMs for a very particular purpose. So I've gotten a couple of these. Most of them are bots. I'm not (laughs) saying I'm a stunning Instagram model, though I am. And this guy (laughs) slides in and says, I'd like to send you money. Follow up. I'd like to send you money. Are you single? (laughs) You know, and I want to, okay, I'm bored and I want to entertain things. And guess what? I replied. I said, yes, I'm single. (laughs) I also wanted to see if it was a bot of sorts. His profile looked I looked real. at my bank account. I thought about my current relationship status <laughs> exactly. and I said, yes, sir, I'm single. It would be a poor financial decision to not reply. Of course. Okay. Of course it would. So he goes, I'm wanting to send you money. You got Cash App, PayPal, or Venmo? All of the above. Sometimes it's pretty clear that it's like a sex bot in, in what they're asking for. Uh, of course, but, a, a sex bot. A yes. sex bot. Yeah, we all know what that is. You're, <laughs> but like, just your average, just sex, your average bot. sex bot. But, but this guy seems pretty real and, and just... He just wanted to send me money. I reply, oh, just for nothing in return? He goes, well, in a way. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay, I'm going to give you my Venmo. Yeah. And you're going to send me money for no reason other than existing. That's hilarious. I literally, w- when people offer to be like a sugar daddy, and they're like, no, just, just, I just want to pay you. I All I want is to give you money. I'm like, I'm not that cute. There's not, no way. No, there's no way. Oh, you just want to no look way. at me? Okay. Okay. There's no, no chance that he doesn't want a meetup, photos, something of the sort. Something to do with your feet. I don't know. It's too soon to right. tell. I think that's a wrap for this episode, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Listeners old and new. Go follow our Instagram at two solid sixes. Like and subscribe. Five stars. Personal plug. Follow me on TikTok <laughs> at Corporate Natalie. See you next week. Bye.